0: Welcome to Awesome with Allison and Eric too.
1: Oh, that was a that was a goodie. <laughs>
0: I'm Allison, and our only goal with this podcast is to help you feel more awesome each time you listen. Whether it's by laughing at us, laughing with us, or learning something new and helpful, we hope you feel a tad more empowered, lightened up, and awesome than you did before. I'm here with the one, the only, the sexy, the talented, my husband and yours, Mr. Eric Robertson.
1: Good afternoon.
0: Hello. What are you doing on your phone?
1: Looking up reviews.
0: Okay, well, just wait. I like when you pay attention to me. And I like when all of you pay attention to me. Everybody pay attention to me. Everyone put your phone me. down. Turn off your
1: phone. <laughs> Look into her eyes.
0: Unless you are using this uh, your phone to listen to this podcast. You know what I was thinking about is I read the intro every time. And I like to add a little special spin on it. But there's probably a lot of people who skip the intro and don't even know that I do that. How sad for them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> mm, that is that is a that is a real tragedy.
0: Oh, I mean maybe it's just like a special thing if you know you know. Mm-hmm. You know. You know. Yeah, I know. Although I have heard quite a p- few people say, like when I'm like, Oh, there's Eric, they'll go, My husband and yours
1: <laughs> Yeah, that's been a very common thing when I meet someone for the first time. What do they say? Oh, there's my husband and yours. But like, you
0: it's like you're everybody's husband.
1: It's fun. It's, it's just, so fun for it's, you. It's just fun. <laughs> it's just fun. <laughs>
0: You know what else is fun? What? Episode 173. This is possibly one of my favorite episodes ever. I'm so excited for this. This conversation Oh, it's so good. So this is episode 173, Don't Tell Me to Trust the Process, with Nakia Homer. This is our second time having my beautiful, wonderful, brilliant friend, Nakia, on the podcast. So if you missed it the first time, I've put a link to our first conversation together, where we talk a lot about, you know, Nakia's upbringing and how she's come to where she is in life. So all of that type of stuff is in our first, type, our first conversation. Um, But this conversation, I just wanted Nikki to be on the podcast, and we didn't have a plan. We didn't have (laughs) anything that we thought we were going to talk about. We both kind of just showed up and were like... Did you have something you wanted to talk about? And so the conversation that unfolded was just really so beautiful and organic, and I'm so excited for you guys to listen to it. I'm pretty sure that after listening to Nakia's words, you're gonna wanna hear more. And the good news is is that Nakia is my guest contributor in my awesome on-demand feel-good audio service program this month. She created a beautiful five-minute guided meditation. And here's something you might not know about Nakia. She is a contributor to many of the world's top leading meditation apps. She is a well-being educator, a self-healing guide, and a poet. We're going to have her read some of her poetry. Um, But most importantly, she's really been a true friend and has really just been such a support and ray of light to me as we've become better friends in the last few years. We just both got to see her in Atlanta because that's where she lives.
1: She was so fun to meet in person.
0: Oh, she's just the most fun.
1: She's so comforting.
0: Right? I mean
1: that I, I don't mean that in like a grandma <laughs> apple pie way.
0: No, she's very
1: um, I just, grounding. I just feel to at home around. with her. Yeah. yeah, I didn't even know her, and I felt I felt right at home.
0: And it's because she's at ease in herself, and so it's just so nice to be around somebody who's at ease in themselves because it invites you to be at ease in yourself. So I'm so grateful that you guys are going to get to listen to this conversation, and I also would love to invite you to to check out my awesome on demand audio service. So this year there are three audios that go out each month. It is so inexpensive. We have the price really low, under $10 a month. And when you're driving around in your car, when you wake up in the morning to touch in with yourself, to to really get at the heart of the truth of you. That's the intention. And if you've read my book, you're already awesome. This year, each month, we're going over the shifts in depth mm. of the 12 shifts. So this month in February, it's, I don't have to figure anything out. Nakia, her practice that she made goes with that theme. And the way she worded it is, I have nothing to figure out. And I love the way that she worded that. Cause even just changing it from, I don't have to figure anything out to, I have nothing to figure out. That's it. That's just a cool mm-hmm. little shift right yeah. there. So, that's what Nakia does. She just brings a cool, interesting shift to everything. And let's get into that episode. Thank you so much for wanting to talk because I just love when we get to talk. I was I was thinking about it and you like me talk to a lot of people. So, that's a cool thing. I have been loving the one-on-one. Like really, I Love it so much, Nakia. I can't mm-hmm. believe how much I love it. And the thing that I love the most—there's a lot of things I love—but I'm—I've been noticing as I've been coming back to posting online. It just happened a couple of days ago, and I was like, "Okay, this is interesting," because I—it's like I've come back, and but there's a little distance. I'm not like doing all the things,
2: mm-hmm. and then
0: I was preparing to do a live. I was taking questions. I started getting like kind of that feedback that you get when you start. Mm -hmm. I realized what I often do is if I get a question or two or a comment or two, not sure of the tone, Mm -hmm. start to create this mass voice. Mm -hmm. Everybody thinks this. People think this. There's Mm -hmm. people who think this. I'm doing that from one comment, 10 words. Mm -hmm. It starts to negate the real lived experience of an individual because it becomes this mass voice. Because I've been <laughs> having, oh, bless you, because you. I've been having these one on ones, I'm like, that's the true lived experience. That's yeah. like, this is more real than me creating meaning with no context from 10 words online. Mm-hmm. And so just like continuously inviting myself back into quote unquote reality. So that yeah. has been that has been so nice because I feel like in in this type of setting that you and I speak to people in, we are able to get a read on like what's what's up and not just like what's up and maybe I go too far, but like not just what's up with that one person, but I start to see themes and I start yeah. to notice. There's like a feeling, there's a vibe, there's a way. Mm -hmm. So very long roundabout way of saying, what are you noticing lately when you talk to people? Are there some themes? Are there, because you do such a great job of sharing like thoughts about specific, like either relationships or self-trust or just different things like that. So I'm interested where that inspiration comes from. If it's for you, if you have conversations with people and you're like, here's something I think That would be helpful, a little bit of your process, or even just like what you've been noticing.
2: I wish I could tell you that there was an actual process to what I do, what I share, how I speak, but it really is intuitive to Mm -hmm. the moment. There are times like now, when I'm trying to employ a little bit more strategy, just so that I can stay in the vein of some of the services and some of the offerings that I have so that I can have supportive services and posts and things like that. And that's hard for me because I want to talk about what I want to talk about. To answer your question a little more directly, I do get inspiration for sure from one-on-one conversations that I don't really offer as much anymore. Um, and there is a theme and I love that for myself and for other people because it invites the truth that you are not alone into the equation. You feel so isolated, so alone, so crazy, so out of sorts when you're in the trenches moving through whatever it is you're working through, whether it's business or marriage or parenting or illness of some sort, whether it's physical, mental, emotional, it can feel so isolating. And it feels, especially if you're around people, And you haven't found the voice to articulate what's going on with you. And so people are looking at you like, what is going on with you? So you feel like I'm the only one. When I say to a client, I was talking to someone this week, and this is where we went. You can see them go, oh. So you're talking about this with someone else and I'm not alone. I find that often happens even in my posts on social media where someone says, this is exactly what I wanted to hear, what I needed to hear. It's crazy that you're saying this because my friend and I was talking about this last night. So I do try to keep my ear to the community, but I appreciate the intuitiveness (laughs) of the way that I show up as well.
0: Oh, I love that so much because I 100% it's like, I'll employ a strategy that makes sense with the supportive of offerings. And then the other part of me is like, Bleh. like I don't, <laughs> I don't want to, I was like, now I'm just going to air hump and just think about my plants. Like I'm not. So you, you are so Such grounded person. And I know that following intuition and listening to intuition is just, it's not just, it's not like it's a byproduct of how you live. Right. So I'm wondering what are some of the experiences or what are some of the ways you have learned to trust your intuition. follow that inspiration because I get asked that question a lot I just would love to hear what you have.
2: (laughs) girl first of all I am grounded in the work that I do for others but as an individual I am Nakia for sure (laughs) so there are absolutely moments personal to myself where I'm like what is going on what do I do How do I do this? Do I snap or do I stay calm? And that's just the truth. I am more grounded for others than I am for myself. And one of the ways that I've been able to work through that is to go back, I call it checking your history. So whenever I feel too far away from myself and I don't know where to do and it, there is no intuitive guidance. I'm not talking to God like I should. I'm not listening to my own inner voice and I'm out looking at followers on Instagram and you know how many people liking are liking or not liking my post. I check my history and I remember myself. I think that often because we are conditioned to grow and heal and work and strive and be successful and meet the mark and do the things that that becomes the standard. We are worthy. We are successful if all these things are going on. But I find for myself that when I am the stillest, when I am moving at my own pace, when I am listening to myself, that I am deeply guided and there is a more favorable outcome. Mm-hmm. So the conversation is when you go back to yourself or when you have a little talk with Jesus like where do you find your how do you see the outcome versus when you act crazy and it's always like it's better if I just calm down. <laughs> and <laughs> so I calm down, I ground myself, I figure it out or I find out or remember, I'll say. I'll remember that I'm always guided that I am always supported and that I'm always in process. And so looking at everything as a part of the process, it becomes easier for me to trust it. Oh, this is the step that I have to take in order to get here. Oh, this is here to remind me that I actually do know what I'm doing. Oh, this is here to remind me that I speak to one person. Mm. I speak to one person. I share, I get in trouble all the time. I just shared yesterday about relationships, and my DMs are blowing up because they're like, first of all, I love my husband. I don't need to leave him. We struggle, we fight, and all. And I'm like, great. I wasn't speaking to you. <laughs> 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 I was speaking to the one person I wrote it for. And if it resonates great, and if it doesn't, then come back tomorrow and hopefully there'll
0: be something for you. Don't you think it's kind of, first? course, thank you. That was beautiful. I love so much of what you said and I want to get to the, what you said, but also don't you love that they feel the need to go out of their way to tell you, <laughs> like it just, it makes, of course, I want to start to psychoanalyze it and be like, huh, I think it's fast that you feel so adamant that you need to prove to
2: me that this isn't for you. I didn't even ask. I didn't even know. <laughs>
0: you, you're telling on yourself. <laughs> That's what it's like, if you had just stayed quiet, I wouldn't be questioning it. Exactly. My, my new thing is if somebody asks me if I'm okay, and there's a certain way, like if people just walk up to you, like I have this, person in my vicinity, my nearness. And she, the way that she asked me if I'm okay is so infuriating. She's like, are you, Hey, are you okay? Are you okay? No, you can tell me. (laughs) Are you okay? And I will just be like sitting there playing with my kid, like in the neighborhood. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'll just be like sitting there. And my whole new thing is I just repeat the question. Yeah. Are you okay? Mm -hmm. No, but are you okay? Hey, are you okay? I love that. (laughs) I refuse to receive your projection, mama. Like I refuse it. And so the one word that really jumped out at me that I've been thinking, it's not a glamorous word. It's not a sexy word. It's process. So I picked a word for the year and my word is magic. Mm. I'm doing this cool program. It's called One Little Word. It's with this woman, Allie Edwards. You would just... Love all these people who are a part of it. But she had a cool prompt where she asked, Are there other words that are kind of popping up supporting this word? I was doing my art journaling and painting and and the whole thing. The word that came up for me in conjunction with the word magic is process. Also, this idea of practical magic. And what by practical magic, I mean the magic of everyday living, magic of warm water on your skin, the magic of a soft bed, the magic of my arm moving when I think to move it, right? Like the practical magic also, that's like practical in terms of like, when I check my history, when I get still, like that creates magic. And the word that kind of relates to that for me is process. And so I love that you were talking about that because it's, I know there's like journey and there's other, we could come up with other synonyms because I, and I, even when I went to write the word, I'm like, this isn't a very fun word, <laughs> not a very fun word, but so much of life is process. Mm-hmm. The process, right? Yeah.
2: yeah. I used to see people triggered by the word process and hate the phrase, trust the process. And there were like cute memes that I would laugh hysterically at. Like, I ain't trusting the process. I'm leaving the process (laughs) behind. They say things you're leaving in 2022. People wanted to leave the process because it seems so woo and so mystical. And so, but it is the most Basic word ever because yeah, I
0: was like I think it's a, a like a technical sounding word. That's it is that people think it's woo woo because I think it's like oh that sounds too scientific for me. <laughs> yeah, and
2: isn't it crazy to have that? Not crazy. I'm trying not to use that word. I get in trouble for using it, but
0: it's my favorite word. You know why? One of my I, favorite words. As somebody who has in the past been, like, has a varied relationship with the word crazy, I embrace it. I really do. And I understand, like, some people, like, you're not calling a person crazy. You're Mm -hmm. calling a concept crazy. So I just want to validate that for you. You're doing great. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you.
2: Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there, there are two ends to that spectrum, right? Where it's like very, like you said, technical and very chicken, very one, two, three, by definition it's one, two, three, right? Because the definition of process, one of the definitions of the process is the steps that you have to take in order to achieve an expected end, right? Mm-hmm. So there are steps you have to take in order to achieve the expected end. The way that I embrace the word press over journey is that when I say it's going to work out for you, which I say often, it's going to work out better than you think. Or if I say you're working for your future self healing, The healing you're doing now is opening doors for your future self. People are like, this sucks right now, but that's because you're on step one. Keep going through step two and step three and step four. What you're actually trusting when I say trust the process are the steps you're taking. It empowers mm-hmm. you to really yeah. own and take control over your own journey. If I get up and do this, then th- it will be rewarded. Scientifically, for every action, there is an opposite or equal reaction. It, it will won't. not work if, as long as you're working. So
0: that's why I'm like, press Amen. It. Amen. It will not work <laughs> if you are working. Mic drop, Done. That is... <laughs> So good. Yeah. Because so, and so here's what I noticed last night. I did this live, Allison after dark. Ooh. And Allison, I got crafty. And I also was like, I went live, Nakia I should be so <laughs> proud of me. Like <laughs> And I give myself like Nakia points when I do things <laughs> that we talked about. And I just like, I don't even have to like run it past you. I'm just like, Nakia is proud of me right now. <laughs> I am. <laughs> oh, you're like my angel with me. So thank you. <laughs> and this morning I woke up and I could not, I couldn't sleep last night. Shocker. I could not stop obsessing over how I want it to be better and more fluid and run this way and the camera angles. And I didn't like that I was making stuff. So I had my friend reading the questions, but I didn't see the comment feed and I didn't see the questions. And so I didn't feel like I was quite as connected to people. And I missed that one-on-one, all of the things. I think saying this to give example to the genius and the beauty that what you said is where I landed is, This was step one, Allison. This was step one. And you are doing the practice, not the perfection. This is the practice because automatically I can see how it could be better. I can see the ways to make it and include people. But I wouldn't know any of that unless I did the first step. So I love what you're saying is... I think maybe people hate the word process and words are funny, but people hate the word process or the idea of process because they think it's something they need to figure out when in reality it is right here, right now, this is the process. Me feeling messy is part of the process. Me feeling like this sucks and I hate it is part of the process. (laughs) And I love what you said when people are like, you're like, you're doing it for your future self. And you're like, yeah, but it feels really crappy right now. I'm in a situation where people will be like, hey, you're doing this. How do you do it so well? How do you get over caring what people think about you? Or how do you have these one-on-one conversations? I used to carry them with me and ruminate and need to prove. And now I don't. Mm-hmm. And it feels like a miracle. It feel it is a miracle because healing is a miracle. It is yeah. It is a miracle. It is through grace. It is it is a beautiful miracle. I'm so grateful for it. But when people ask how, I go into this like I, I have. I try to not go into like a crypt keeper. Like you don't want to know. Like it looks good from this angle, but it's not cute from the other angle, right? And yeah. So, like, those people who are in the, like, I hate this messy part of the process. I'm like, it's going to look real cute in a minute. Just give it a minute. Like, it's going to yeah. look real cute. And then you're going to be trying to convince people how not cute it was to get there. Right?
2: Yeah. I think, too, like, one of the things that I started doing from an early age is studying Studying, researching, and listening to success stories, right? It was so necessary for me to read about people who were doing things and doing it well. And the more adversity, the more struggle in their story, the more I valued it because I was struggling, Right. And so to see someone who was also struggling, no longer struggling and to tell the story of it was really necessary for me in order to begin my journey of seeking personal success, which is whole life and healing and health, mentally, spiritually, et cetera, which leads to professional success and money and things. It was just so it was so necessary for me to hear the middle. Because Mm -hmm. I was at the beginning. It's like, I see you there. I see me here. So in order for me to really latch on to the possibility of a favorable outcome, I actually need to know what happened in between. The more I researched it, and especially now that I look look into it scientifically, right, the magic within how our body processes things and experiences things and perceives things is actually in the in-between, the liminal space, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and so- So uh, I too get the, oh my God, how did you do it? And I'm eager to tell people it looks like this today, but it didn't look like this yesterday, six years ago, whatever. And they're like, I don't want to hear about that. (laughs) And I'm like, but this is the only way to get to that. It's the only way. I I can't vision board my way to the mall in Atlanta right now. I can't do that. I can't journal it. I can't meditate. <laughs> I can't pray. I have to actually get in the car, hope that there's gas in the car and then yeah. get on the road. Hope that Atlanta traffic doesn't make this 25 minute trip, a 45 minute trip, etc. It's the only way. If I don't allow myself to go on the journey, I won't get there. Also, there is like, they study people who were actually like good at math. There's so many, what is it called, like surveys and experiments and studies around this, right? Why people who are successful are always on to the next thing. It's because they actually value the process of getting it. That's what they love the most. It's the fight. It's the war. It's the figuring it out. It's all of that. That actually is what they're after. And then they're like done onto the next thing,
0: (laughs) which I think I talked to you about this, but I was like, I I've been in a space where I'm like, I wrote my book. I went to Atlanta. I went to Tennessee. I came out of a giant chrysalis as a butterfly. Like all of the things that like sounded fun and interesting to me to do. I was obsessed with you and our shell in Atlanta. Like that was like one thing I was very excited about. I was like, I will go to Atlanta. I'm friends with Nakia and our shell. If nobody else comes. <laughs> and it was so fun. It that was. I mean, it was so fun. Oh, and remember our pork chops? For yes. Sauce? With the schnitzel. Oh, I was thinking about that schnitzel. I was like, I wish I had that schnitzel. Bring it. I did those things. I did the fun. And then there's a little bit of a grieving period because it wasn't everything I thought. It didn't happen exactly the way. Things that were messy before are still messy. Things that I thought would fall into place haven't yet, yet. yet. And so before I had the chutzpah to on to the next thing, there was this which in the past, I would have just powered through and not for my benefit. There was this part of, okay, this is what it is. And this is what it feels like. And it, there was the celebration and the fun and the schnitzel. And then there was the, there's here's the things that didn't happen that I thought might happen. And rather than internalizing that and making it something about my identity, just allowing it to be what it was, but then it was a little bit of like my dreams are dead and there's nothing to do, like like <laughs> legit, legit for like yeah. a, a few weeks. And Eric was it got a few big contracts, so there wasn't as much of a financial pressure, which mm-hmm. I actually was kind of bummed about. <laughs> I know it's messed up. It's messed up. Yeah, right? and. What came out of it was that like, nothing sounds fun. There's no point to anything. I love an existential crisis. And then I was like, but art heals and art saves lives. And I like to bedazzle things. So that's kind of fun. And in between, like, and then it's literally been like three weeks. And I woke up today, at, like feeling all frantic. I did my journaling. I did my morning pages. And I just came to the conclusion. I need a television show. I just need a television show. I kid you not, I wrote in my journal and Nakia will be on it with <laughs> me. <laughs> I'm there. I really did. I really did. I was like, and then I like I get so distracted when I'm journaling. I like get out my phone. I'm like, no, put your phone away. Go back to the journal. And Drew Barrymore popped up and I was like, why does Drew Barrymore have a show and I don't? Like what? Like, what is Drew? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think she's a delightful person, by the Absolutely. way. Absolutely. Great. But like I'm like, what's so special about Drew? Why can't I have this show? Absolutely. Absolutely. And so it's interesting because exactly what you're saying. So so here's like helping me process. Process. Thanks, Nikia. But where it's like, I didn't figure out the dream. I didn't sit down and strategically plan the dream. I followed my intuition. I followed what sounded kind of interesting. And of course, it's not a new dream for me to want a television show, but I'm so much more specific and firm in why and how. And now it feels like I'm like, I knew that I could get a national book deal. I did that took a long time, but I need, it's like, I needed something else to feel like I don't know how to do in order to be yeah. interested again. Like, wow. And so I love what you're saying because I'm like, there's this difference between just doing it for the sake of achievement, money, fame, momentum, validation. Mm-hmm. And because I'm not motivated by that, I didn't, I. it's like, I didn't know what would be motivating to me, yeah, and cu- it turns out it's curiosity curiosity it's cu- it's curiosity, really. And I'm like, I just because it's like because i and I mean it like in a truly sincere, curious way. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why does Drew Barrymore have a show and I don't like I'm just curious <laughs> other than the fact she's an international celebrity I, I, like <laughs> other than that fact,
2: yeah, yeah love that and it's a really good example like the whole example the book tour coming back figuring things out sitting with yourself dreaming again or something doesn't go exactly as planned now not before but now at this in this (laughs) season of my life at this big age I'm like okay I'm interested to see where this goes curiosity is what made me think of that because everything works out for me everything I don't care what it is I've gotten fired. I lost my dad and my mom. My grandma was my mom and three months apart. I got fired for the first time in my life. It's crazy.
0: <laughs> um, Ugh, I hate that. And I know the feeling. Not, yeah, that. not yeah. that. It was not me, though. It was that. I know it. But- Yeah, of course. (laughs) I believe it. I will fire them. Give me their number. I'm on the phone. But yeah,
2: all of these things happen. And then, after they happen, while they're happening, it's horrible. And we need to leave room for the horrible. If something Mm. doesn't work out exactly as you planned or as you hoped, leave room for the disappointment for Mm. sure. Leave room for even questioning yourself because that's also how you get to know who you are. It Mm. also inspires more awareness. But then when all of that is over and you've come back to yourself and you've gotten it all out, look for what's working, how it's working for you because it all always does. So I'm like, either this is a lesson for me. It's a lesson for a client, it's a lesson for a future version of myself, or people suck, or the opportunity suck. I mean, either
0: way, you know, it's gonna work out. I love that. And one thing that has helped console me to that end is realizing: okay, the tools and the awareness and the peace I have now must be instrumental to the next thing. Wow. And the reason why my book didn't come out 10 years ago or 5 years ago or even 2 years ago is because it was more compassionate for me to put the book out with the lived experience at the exact time it came out. And I started to notice that. And so I'm like, okay, maybe I'm not on Good Morning America yet. With my book. However, I did just go through a really big physical and mental health thing. And I'm just actually, truly, if I'm honest with myself, I'm like, I've got 15 years, I've been doing this my whole life. I'm like, yes. (laughs) And maybe, like, maybe it wasn't compassionate for the capacity I had to receive those opportunities. I thought it was there, but maybe it wasn't, or maybe it just wasn't the timing. And so that has been a thought that, and what you said reminded me of that, that has been a thought that like helps console me a little bit where Mm -hmm. I'm like grieving. And I'm like, cause sometimes you, you have things happen and you're like, I was not ready for that. Mm -hmm. Then it it helps you grow. It helps you learn. It helps you expand. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes you're like, I'm ready. Why is it not happening? And landing in this place of there's just more of the process the film isn't done developing and mantra that I've been returning to recently that I found in the artist's way after I did like 35 one-on-one recommended it to about 20 people are you familiar with it say it again it's called the artist's way are you familiar with it it's Julia Cameron and it's it's a practice you'd love it it's a practice of You do these morning pages where you just free write like a free dump. First thing in the morning, three pages, stream of consciousness. It's a really, really helpful tool for coming home to yourself and processing emotions and just kind of prioritizing listening to your heart. I was very religious and dutiful about it for a long time. And then I just took a big break. Then I just kept telling other people to do it. I even noticed I was telling other people to do it over and over, but I still wasn't like, it's time. I just trusted that. And then it was like the day after I had my last one-on-one, it was time. Like, like the last one. So just the last few mornings I've been doing it. That's where like, I wrote like, Nakia and I are going to have, we're going to be on a television show. (laughs) Your show to be exact. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, Nikita, let's just see what, but oh, I can't even remember where I was going with that, but just kind of along the lines of just like (sighs) trusting that you don't have to force it. You don't have to, you don't have to like, that's, oh, the mantra that was inspired by the morning pages is there is a divine plan of goodness for me. Mm. I have noticed that I needed to, he- I needed that. I needed, I needed, I wanted to believe it. I noticed it sounded absurd. It sounded hard to believe. That means I need to hear it. Yeah. And so I've been writing it over and over. There is a divine plan of goodness for me. And then I've been writing, there is a divine plan of goodness for my work. The reason it's helpful for me is because they're not the same thing. Forget that. I really do. I I love the word goodness. It's one of my favorite words for
2: myself, especially after so much bad. I wrote years ago, I know it's hard to believe after so much bad, good can actually happen, but it can. And so goodness became our word. I'm glad you distinguished the fact that there is you and then that there is your work. Because one of the things I was going to invite us to talk about when you were sharing is the fact that when we're going through the process and things are working out and then some things are not, it feels so much more about us, right? Because we're the ones doing the work. We're the ones taking the journey, writing the book and doing the things. And when you shared that you're so much, there's so much more compassion in the book now than there was before. Remember, I write for one person. And so, what I see is that the person you wrote the book for, I'm one of the persons, by the way, needed it now. They didn't need it before. When you believe in divine timing and when you believe that your work is of service to others, then I'm out of the equation. You're out of the equation, and the work
0: is for who it's needed for. I love that. I love that. Let's talk about before you go live your beautiful life. Oh. Your you so we've had nikki on the podcast before and i'm gonna talk about that because they need to listen to all nikki they can find <laughs> but your most recent book of poetry is all the right pieces and it's so beautiful i didn't ask you to prepare do you have something from there you would want to read do you oh. have a copy of your book near you <laughs> <laughs> I, I do no like no pressure all the pressure oh. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that let me see,
2: yeah, just oh. see what it comes out. i'm just i'm not even gonna i just flip it open i'm on page I one, 183 okay of all the right pieces it is my newest work and allison's newest work is you are already awesome <laughs> oh, yeah, we thank love you for that, that. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for that but it says sometimes we think we what we want is too big that what we want is not for us, but for them. Sometimes we feel like we're asking for too much or that we don't deserve what we want the most. Sometimes we allow ourselves to doubt the existence of what is good and right and specifically designed for us because we feel we are too late or that the circumstances have disqualified us. Not so. What you want exists. What you want is waiting for you what you want has always been yours you just have to heal grow and keep going until you get it
0: i'm crying like was that divine was that divine or that was what so divine i can't even wow. like wow and you here's the coolest thing you had already written it <laughs> And I'm saying, wow, like someone else wrote it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I feel the same way. I read my book. I'm like, who's this girl? Where'd she come from? <laughs> like, Wait, what? Can, she, can we get her here now?
2: Like, We need her now. Yeah. And guess what? She's already you. <laughs> <laughs> You're already awesome. What you want is already yours.
0: We wrote these books together. We did. Oh, we did. We did. Oh my gosh. Sometimes we allow ourselves to doubt the existence of what is good and right and specifically designed for us because we feel we are too late or that circumstances have disqualified us. If it was going to happen, it would have already happened. I'm too old. It didn't come together. It didn't work out, right? Those are the Wait, this is my big one. Someone's already
2: doing it. Someone's oh, yeah. already did it. The book's already out. Everyone's writing a healing book.
0: Yeah. And I'm like, I just want Nakia's healing book. <laughs> I don't Allison know. already wrote it. I read, I
2: say this often. I read your book in like one sitting, actually like one and a half. I was only supposed to read like the first couple of pages of each <laughs> chapter. <laughs> But I just was like, page one and page five, and wait. And next thing I knew, the whole book was done.
0: Thank you so much. I mean,
2: I absolutely appreciate the work. Like, I love it. It was written for me, and I needed it at this moment.
0: I thank you. I'm going to actually receive that. Please do. And if it's good enough for Nakia, my job is done. (laughs) Like, I can hang up this hat. I, you know, what more? GMA kiss my butt. Like, I don't care. I, I hope that audio clip just like gets taken, <laughs> <and> repeated somewhere. <laughs> they didn't have their number. Yeah. They, they're, they're still, somebody's going to give it to them. Exactly. That's yeah, all. I believe that. I also believe there's like a Netflix executive or like a producer of like an offshoot company that is like going to stumble either on a podcast or a live. I'm just positive. Like, Absolutely. I, as of this morning, I'm positive. If you talked to me yesterday, I wasn't positive. <laughs> but as of this morning, Nakia, thank you so much for taking time to talk with me today. I love that we don't need a plan. We just, we trust the process of showing up. And I just love the conversation we had. I, I'm so I'm so grateful that you exist and that I am lucky enough to know you and to get to learn from you and also have fun with you. So okay. you know that same. You are my smile. You, And it's also, it's just like we can talk about all the deep, serious things and, and just giggle over schnitzel. So it's <laughs> like a good...
2: I legit, when I tell you legit, was just talking about it on Saturday because we were trying to decide if we were going to brunch or if we were going to go to dinner. And I'm like, Allison had this snitchel and I could not even say the word. And it was seasoned. Remember how seasoned it was? it
0: was? It was so seasoned. And then I
2: was like, Allison, you appreciate seasoning yes. as much as I do. It was such a big deal. Like <laughs> such a big, that's how I knew we were meant to be. I know. If down doubted it
0: before, yeah. the pork solidified it. <laughs> <laughs> the most important things in life. Oh. Yeah. So Nakia, tell the people where you need to buy her book, her books. She shows up on Instagram in the most beautiful, inspiring way. I appreciate it so much. Is there anywhere else you'd like to send the people?
2: Yeah, aside from your podcast, we have another one together. My books are available worldwide. So you can get that. My website, Amazon, etc. I give away as much as I can to you on social media, specifically Instagram.
0: But anything else you need, you can find it at Nikiahomer.com. Awesome. We will link to all of that because the more Nakia, the better. And I'm just so grateful. I love you so much.
2: I love you equally as much, if not more.
0: And thank you for having me, trusting me in your space. Always. Okay. Nakia, I just met a girl named Nakia.
1: Hmm
0: just felt like a good song to sing. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed that as much as I did. Thank you again to Nakia. Be sure to reach out to her and tell her something that she said that inspired you, that touched your heart. Gosh, it means so much to me when I'm on other people's podcasts and people tell me that they listened and that I didn't sound like an idiot. So um, I'm always (laughs) really, really appreciative of that. So let's do that for Nakia. I just today... This very moment opened up a new round of Power Hours. Exciting. And they are already a third full because there was an early bird group that it went out to. My awesome on-demand members got first dibs. They are 60-minute virtual sessions. I am keeping them crazy affordable, and I would love you to be a part of that. We can talk about anything you want to talk about. There's a link to sign up for those Power Hours in the description. I think I've covered everything. Don't hesitate because those filled up really fast last time. And I don't know. I'm, I'm just offering them in little batches when I have the time to do it. So you know me, I'll up and stop things all of a sudden. So it's always good to get in when I'm interested in still doing it. Okay. So Mr. Eric Robertson, do you have a review for us? Sir? I do.
1: This is, you've got some amazing uh, reviews coming in on Audible. Oh, for my book? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, have you guys heard that I wrote a book called You're Already Awesome? <laughs> If you haven't bought it, I know, I understand that I just talked about all the things you should buy from me, but I don't, I have zero shame because they're all really good. Yeah. (laughs) You should get them all.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Okay. This is from Cultivate with Sarah. She says, I listened to the book for the second time this week. (gasps) Sarah. And different things hit me this time around. Allison is an enthusiastic person to be around and I've tried to bottle it up. The book feels like a small bottle of energy for me and I I felt things, was reminded of things, and have a new outlook on things I was dealing with. Thank you, Allison.
0: Thank you, Sarah. I just appreciate that so much. You know, I've had just the pleasure of meeting some podcast listeners and book readers. They very often go hand in hand. So delicious where I go and get my Diet Coke for the day. Uh, There's some, some really cute babes who work there and have told me what the podcast means to them. And I just really want you guys to feel or maybe just know the appreciation I have. There's so many podcasts. There's so many books. And the fact that Eric and I are able to share words or ideas that speak to you, it's a really, really special thing. We don't take it lightly. We are very, very grateful you're here. And we're just so happy. Every single person that we meet yeah, who's a podcast listener is the coolest person. Yeah. Like, they're the best. Like, the friend we met at the jazz game the other night. Oh, so fun. It was so fun. Just really appreciate you guys and that you're out there living life and giving it your all. I've been really tuned into this concept. And this is, you know, this has come like feedback from the book. And then I realize what it is I'm doing. And I'm like, it is about self acceptance, not self improvement or self help at this point for me. It is about self-acceptance because self-acceptance leads to self-improvement. Self-acceptance enables you to have the capacity to seek help if you need it. But this idea of self-acceptance is, to me, so much more compassionate. And that really kind of is the concept of you're already awesome, right? Like, just accept it. You're awesome. The best part about that is... As I accept that about myself, if there's something that I don't think is super cute about myself, it's not life-ending. It's not earth-shattering. I can just go, eh, well, that's <laughs> not cute. Okay, let's let's see if I want to shift that moving yeah. <laughs> forward, right? And it's just been so empowering for me. I'm grateful for you guys. I'm grateful for Eric Robertson.
1: Me? Yeah, you're doing great. Thank you. You're so cute. Appreciate that. Love you, Number
0: two. And I'm so grateful for you guys. So I'll leave you with this. Oh, Sarah, my doll. Shoot us an email to heygirl at show.com. That's Allison with one L. And we will send you my I'm Doing Awesome gratitude journal for freezies because we appreciate reviews, reviews on the podcast, reviews on the books. You know what else we appreciate? Text message this old episode to a friend. Did somebody come to mind? Did you think of somebody? Just send them a little uh, linky link. And we are so grateful for that. So, now I will leave you with only you can be you and you are already as awesome as you need to be.
1: Eric, do you have a song for us to take it out on? I do. uh, This is from my album Mother Tree. This is called Love Is All Around.
0: Oh, I love this one.
1: And I might have done this one before. I don't care. Here Nobody, it comes again. Nobody's mad. Nobody's mad. And this is the backing music for Nakia's pre- uh, Guide to Meditation. So <gasps> oh, you're going to want to go. Oh, yeah. Here's a taste of it now, but you're going to of I'll the taste. music, but you're going to want to go get the full thing in Awesome On Demand.
0: Yeah, It's exclusive. <laughs>